what is good. Don't mind our hateful friend. The neighbor from over the fence. What's his name again? From the top rope. Oh, that'd be interesting. Neighbor from the top rope. And then they, what, dropped the elbow? Dropped the leg. You know what's funny? Um, Justin oh. Justin said they, they got to do like 20 squats from the top rope. For their balance. Seriously? Yeah. That's interesting. Before, I think before they can like really do moves and stuff, yeah. they got to be able to do 20 squats up there. But yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, this is the casual fan. Casual fan. Shot uh, club. I am Chezza. GMTM. And we talking wrestling, movies, and other random bullshit. Because that's what we do. So, yeah. So, you know, we got our 20 minute timer. We only give y'all 20 minutes of everything because you don't want us to get deep. Pause. I knew it was. <laughs> you I knew thought it was about coming. it while oh, you were saying it? <laughs> Man. This is, everything I'm saying, I got to pause it after. Anyways. So, yeah. So we're going to talk about wrestling. Raw, SmackDown happened. Ah, we were in here last week and I actually here. watched like half of Raw. True. But did you notice anything new? Of course. Because of Raw. It's a little edgy now. It's a little... Like storylines are actually like running all the way through. It's a little different. I thought it was interesting uh, that first week, uh, last week, um, that they started with Braun and... Um, Oh, Bobby. And Bobby Lashley. And I was wondering, why are they starting the show with these two in the match? And then you see the actual match and the way everything unfolded. You're just like, Heyman. Heyman's back. <laughs> That's a Heyman thing to do. Yeah, if you guys don't know. So Vince McMahon is now officially a Heyman guy. Yeah, he and that Heyman would be, raw. That is true. That'd be funny if like, yeah. he actually got Vince to wear a shirt that said, I'm, I'm a Heyman, Heyman guy. guy. That'd be funny. Yeah. But yeah, so if you guys don't know... Vince has kind of stepped back. XFL's coming around, so, you know, he's got a lot of stuff to do. So. Very true. I forgot about that. 2020. He made executive director of Raw, Paul Heyman, and SmackDown, Eric Bischoff. Yeah, he's delegated his two shows, his two main shows, to like, true his old yeah. rivals. Yeah. Which but is interesting. It makes sense because they are two people that he knows have already done this. Yeah. They have already ran their own companies. Yeah. So... He's really taking up, like, the business side, the numbers and stuff, and say, don't worry about that shit, just handle this. And it's interesting that um, now, after after all these years, after, you know, what they've been through with Vince, that they have these shows, mm-hmm. and you're wondering what they're going to do with them. Like, it's not ECW, but Heyman's much smarter now. He knows... He's he been knows. in the system. Yeah, he knows the system. A lot longer. He knows. He's done WWE creative yeah. many times. Bischoff, he's got more experience after doing WCW with TNA. TNA as well. So, yeah. With TNA, they got to run rough. What else that run? Rough shut or whatever it is. And he, he went nuts. He had, he had money at his disposable. Exactly, That's but disposable, he had but nobody. Like he, but I think the difference between TNA is TNA had the money there. WWE has the money there. Yeah. But WWE... Has Vince there? Yeah. TNA had nobody there to they didn't to reel have, him in. They didn't have like, wrestling nah, guys you can't, like that. No, not at all. Yeah. It's kind of like um, when um, Vince Russo left WWE. 
Yeah. And went to WCW and just fucked up, fucked, fucked up everything. Yeah. It's because he didn't. He lost that main part of Vince going. No, I don't like that. And he had to. And feeling no way. Exactly. So like, it's a good look. It's a good look. Heyman, he actually got to work early because he's always there anyway. Yeah. But they truthfully are supposed to be taking over next Monday, next Tuesday after Extreme Rules. Yeah, but I liked it. I liked the first match from the from the get go. Yeah, you know, and and I actually texted you when it happened. Uh, Corey Graves. Oh yeah, when he said "Holy shit!" Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. it was very loud. Like I'm wondering. So how when you much... heard it, did it feel intentional or did it feel like off the cuff? Like well, I'm wondering. It's hard to tell because it was loud. It wasn't like. like to you, he... when you heard it, was it? Shocking, or you're like what I thought was. There's only so much that the broadcast team knew, right? I think I think they wanted to catch him. I think he wanted to catch them off guard too, not Mm. just the audience. So I think maybe that part of the match was kind of kept quiet from those guys. That's what I think because because Corey Graves it sounded very like he didn't expect it. Yeah, yeah. You know, from what I heard, it's supposed to be. It was supposedly. or work scripted, yeah, just kind of like with the Kofi thing. When he gave, um, who did he give it to? Who was he? Oh, Small Joe. When he gave Small Joe the finger, oh, okay, okay, yeah. So they're like introducing bit by bit a little stuff like that where it still keeps it like PG 13, but not attitude, attitude era, yeah. So because they went, they went dark right after that. Well, they didn't go dark, they went silent after yeah. that, so. I'm wondering if, you know, yeah, of course, it's probably scripted, but just the fact that he said it that loud, it wasn't like, like quiet, like kind of under his breath. It was like loud. So it wasn't like they had the the time delay and they could have bleeped it. It was, you know, it was was like very audible. From what I read, it was intentional. It was intentional. They felt no way. Okay. Well, yeah, no, the way that they're coming off. It looks like it might be going in the right angle or right direction. I feel better about Raw going with forward. Heyman. Yeah. <laughs> with Heyman in charge of the whole thing. You know, not just for Brock or whatever. So, <laughs> yo, this guy's thing plays like Bollywood music. Like, yeah. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like it was like an Atari game. You know? <laughs> but yeah. But, uh, um,. How do you feel about um, Bischoff running SmackDown? It's going to be different because I was never really a WCW guy. And I was never a TNA guy. So everything he's done, I haven't been a fan of. Okay. But same time, I've seen him. Like, with him, he went toe-to-toe. Like, NWO. Yeah. But NWO, I was a fan of. Yeah. And that was like a Bischoff thing. I feel like Bischoff had, like, a few years where he was just he couldn't lose yeah so I think with the right circle and again he had Ted Turner's money and he was able to just run wild with it so him being in the um, the spot he's in and being able to take over Smackdown I think he could do pretty well no Smackdown's like he doesn't have to worry about paying this person or that person he has such a deep pool and he has NXT yeah. and he's like he just picks and chooses what he wants now yeah but I heard the one thing about him, he wasn't really the creative guy. He was the guy who got the creative guys around him to get it done right. Hey. So. Sometimes that's what it possibly takes. Possibly he might actually be bringing in like his own type of team as well. 
in the creative or I'm for that. They need a shake up. Why not? Like I feel no way. Uh whatever here. The biggest thing I hear about that is expect more factions. So when it came to Bischoff, he loves factions. Yeah. So you're gonna get a whole yeah. lot more factions. Well look at look at the amount of factions you got in the NWO. Exactly. The NWO and the red. Like Wolf they, they, they they did a little too much. But they did the still. LWO. <laughs> Wolfpack. Like yeah. BWO, like, no BWO well, was, was ECW, yeah. but yeah, still those, those were Heyman guys. Yeah, but you see, so it's like that's two different views, though. If this one's a faction and this one's Heyman, yeah, like you know, Heyman's gonna be wild, but there's always gonna be the underlying storyline going. I like the fact that um, you have these two now. Now, to me, I think you're gonna get more of a rivalry between Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, because you have too. these two guys that. I don't know if they really like each other. Like they definitely respect each other. Yeah. But do they do they like each other? Twenty years gonna be like twenty years later after two children trying to sparkle their father's eye, like or Vince just trying to put his two old enemies. Put his old enemies, put them there, and then he already knows how they are. Mm -hmm. They're already both competitive. Yeah. So in the end, why not? Yeah, I have no problem with that. But yeah, talking about Raw SmackDown. There's been a change okay, in the way Raw was and SmackDown. SmackDown hasn't been really dealt with with Bischoff, but they've been doing new things as well. This whole thing with KO, like yeah. Kevin Owens, where he just did his whole pipe bomb. I'm tired of pipe bombs. Actually, that was the conversation I wanted, was just how annoying is pipe bombs? Like It depends on who it is. Just, Kevin Owens, I, yes. Not, not the... The pipe bomb thing, I mean, like, just the theory that, oh, when this person says, oh, he, he's talking behind-the-scenes shit, it's a pipe bomb. It's like, to me, like, what Punk did was the pipe bomb. When Punk first did that, even I, who wasn't watching wrestling, I stopped and I was like, holy fuck. You didn't fuck. expect it. Right. You didn't expect, and you didn't expect him to be able to say at length what he did. Like, when he got to the point where he said, the company will be better off with Vince dead, I was like, okay, even if they scripted this shit... Like, <laughs> you just like they let, they let him say that? It's true. Like him? But then when he started getting into the family, that's when they cut his mic off. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So I, I, I can see Owens doing it and being good at it. Just not everybody. Not everybody. Yeah. Can, it's not for everybody. Certain people are that good on the mic. Kevin Owens is one of them. Who, yeah. who was Pipe Bombs? AJ Lee had her Pipe Bomb. Amazing. CM Punk, Pipe Bomb. Yeah. Kevin um, Owens was Pipe Bomb. Um, did Dolph do one? I think Dolph did a pipe bomb. Uh, Dolph's good. Dolph's good, but he's it's just like, like you can tell it's scripted type thing. Like what? What would Dolph say that would cause everybody to be in an uproar? You know, that's that's it my thing. Like, <laughs> it was, tell us something we don't know. <laughs> but yeah, Kevin Owens, I think is. Is suited for that style of promo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it worked out. It worked out a lot for him, actually. Uh, now, Zane would actually be got to good a point. Too. Zane, yeah, yeah, Zane, Zane would. would be good. Well, yeah, so KO did his pipe bomb thing. Well, first, he saw Dolph in the parking lot, went at Dolph. Shane said, get out of here. He snuck in, gets on the mic, pipe bombs. Shane gets mad, sends security. He runs out. Yeah, I like that. Whole show goes we do, we on. don't get that enough these days. Fake security. <laughs> so whole show goes on. 
Um, Dolph has a match with Reigns, which was supposed to be KO. So they're fighting, fighting, fighting. Chaos ensues. Um, Reigns is out the ring. Shane runs in the ring. Two twos. Kevin comes in, kicks him, gives him a stunner. Yeah, Peace is out. So that last moment, that last stunner, to me, yeah, they're, they're obvious. Th- it's like you see the parallels to what they're trying to make KO. Yeah. So like, how do you feel if they do? If they are building that, Shane become the new KO. Uh, I would like to say, like for me, I've lived through Vince and Stone Cold, so I could be selfish and say, oh, I don't want to see that again. But there's a generation of kids who hasn't seen that. Or they can watch it, but they didn't live through it. Right. So, I feel I'm like not they opposed to it with those two. I feel like they tried to build it with Shane and somebody else before. I feel... Um, what's her name? They were trying to do it with Becky and Stephanie. Yeah. If not Becky, um, it was another one. Ronda. Sorry. Ronda and Stephanie. Yeah. And then... Um, did they do something with Shane before? I'm not sure you know. But I feel like... They keep trying to like rehash it to catch somebody like yeah. who's gonna be the next one. So I don't know. I, I mean, don't know this pick. It's 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 Kevin Owens. So at this point, like Shane is taking over SmackDown. So it's like if he's gonna be there, all right, give him up. Can't even say he's on both shows, Raw and SmackDown. So that's what Kale's whole pipe bomb was. That yeah, Shane is taking over everything. So they're showing you it's a one on one like. Him against him. KO against the company because he said he's done being a company man. So now he's the whole fuck the system. Which is right now technically just Shane. There's no Stephanie, there's no Triple H, there's no Vince. It's just Shane. Yeah. Hmm? I don't know. We'll see where it goes, but I hope it does good because it is KO, but I'm not sure how much more Shane I care to see. And I hope it elevates KO. That too. I hope they don't bury him in the process. Imagine getting him buried to Shane. That's even worse. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. He says a lot of shit to Shane. A lot of real shit that everybody agrees with or has been saying over the past years. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But before we run out of time, let's get into this. Let's do our weekly segment called... <laughs> Which pay per views on next? Pay per view <laughs> prediction. Like, it, it feels like we're doing a prediction every week. Every week, like we said before, like you don't know, go check our old videos. Yeah, we talk about it. Too many pay per views. It's every other week at least. Yeah, so. it's getting crazy. If it's not a pay per view, it's a WWE Network special. Like, yeah. it's enough. But we're here, so we do our predictions. Loser will... What, what did we say? I what happens to loser? I, I don't know if we came up with one. Did we? Okay, we haven't come up with anything, but... After Sunday, we'll have something. So, the loser will have to do something. We'll yeah. know on Sunday. Yeah. So, first match... Is the mixed tag team match... Between Seth and Becky... Against Baron and Corbin. Baron and Corbin? No. <laughs> Baron and Lacey. Yeah. So, and... Not a fan of this match. But truly, it's it's the, it's the last match. Yeah. It's I, the last match. It's either they lose their belts, or they can never challenge them again. So, yeah. one and one, they're going to go. But, yeah, I understand. Not a fan. Not a fan of this. 
with with the stakes being what they are. But eh, I guess they're trying to think. Who do you who do you pick? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go with um You should dance when you you pick it up, like I think Baron Corbin has lost too many times. You really need Okay. Um, I think if they do it, then they can do some sort of angle with Seth and Becky, I and guess. continue it? I guess. Remember, Monday is a restart. Monday is Paul Heyman, so it's pretty much a restart. Okay, give me Seth and Becky. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to let you go out like that. Yeah. That's, like, that's an easy one. All right. WWE Championship, Kofi or Samoa Joe? That's a wicked matchup, actually. I hope they give them, like, some time. Give them at least 15, 20 minutes. I I can't say Samoa Joe's had a good pay-per-view run. It's so true. Uh, give me coffee. Okay. Right. I'm taking coffee, too. I don't have that. Like, I like Samoa Joe, but right now it's coffee. Uh, two-on-one handicap match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Bailey versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. I don't know if you've been really following that. No. But, um, so, Nikki Cross has been winning everything for Alexa Bliss. Uh-huh. She won her the, the... She beat Becky. She won her the title match. She won the stipula- stipulation. So, she added herself in there. So, she's through Bliss. So there could be a turn in there where she finds out that what's-her-name is not really her friend. I was about to say, um, they could put Bailey over by, you know, starting a feud. That's a busy... And so I'm, I'm going to go with Bailey. I think this one's going to be like paint by the numbers. Who, who's who's supposed to hold the championship if... It's going to be... It's going to be... No, it's for Alexa. So if she wins, then Alexa. But oh. then they say... Um, Nikki was saying that, um, oh, we'll be co-champions. Alexa said we'll be co-champions, but at that point, if, if they win, Alexa's going to have the belt and say, no, we're not. Yeah. So then that's another feud that can pop up yeah. without Bailey. Good. Good. I'm going to go so. with Bailey, though. Uh, U.S. Championship, Ricochet versus AJ Styles. Good matchup. For, yeah. I'm not mad at, at either one of these guys. I'm going to go with... Uh... AJ just had his heel turn. And he has the club with him. Remember though, like this feel like the nineties when I say they got the club with him. <laughs> I'm gonna go with AJ because I, I think uh they can prolong the feud. I think Ricochet can get the belt back at some point. I'll pick Ricochet. Okay. Rico. Um WWE SmackDown tag team, which is a triple threat match. Daniel, it looks like they're tr- it looks like they're trying to put heavy machinery over these days. First New Day and heavy machinery. Yeah, it looks like they're trying to at least build them. I don't know if they're going to give them the tag team championships. I still, myself, will go for Planet Tears. Yeah, so am I. Those are my, my dudes. But heavy machinery could win. It's weird that the New Day is in a match, and it's not even one that you're thinking will win. Yeah, they don't need it. That's true. Alright, Raw Tag Team Championship, Revival versus the Usos. I got Usos. I, I think... I say Revival. 
just because they are now a part of what's his name's crew. Um, I don't know, like Shane's crew is so out of whack. Some days he has the revival with him, analyze. Some days he just has Drew. Some days he has Drew, and it's like, bro. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> epic revival. Um, Cruiserweight Championship: Drew Gulak against Tony Nese. I'm going with Tony Nese every oh, time. Man, I'm sticking with Gulak. Gulak's champion. Remember. I like Gulak. Tony Nese, man. Nah, man. Gulak's my dude. All right, no holds barred match: Undertaker and Roman versus Shane and Drew McIntyre. I usually don't go against a McMahon, but I'm going Undertaker in Reigns. See, I'm not going to pick a McMahon now, because at one time I feel like, yeah, let me pick a McMahon, he's going to screw me over. Pause. <laughs> and then the last one, Aleister Black versus Cesaro. Oh, wait. Nope. Oh, oh. Last man standing. All right, last man standing. Uh, okay. Ron versus Bobby. I got Braun. Bobby said he's going to murder him. I'll pick Bobby. Bobby said he's going to kill him. Okay. And Alistair Black versus Cesaro. Versus Cesaro. They're going to put Alistair Black over. No, I was going to say the same thing. I want to say Cesaro, but, you know. He's going to be weird that his real first match that he loses like that, right? Yep. So, yeah. So, that is our Extreme Rules predictions. Again, loser will find out what they got to do on Sunday. Yep. After Extreme Rules, we will and tell you about it next week. And like, actually, share, comment, subscribe. First, Chocolate Podcast, then Extreme Rules. Nobody cares about the pre-show. We don't either. We are the pre-show. We are. Actually, we are the show, but we're not the good show. We're not the bad show. We are the show. I you gonna say we're the big show. <laughs> no, no, we're definitely not Paul White. <laughs> This is the big show. Yeah. So anyway. Oh, you had wrestling on yesterday, and I need you to tell Roman Reigns never to undertake the lines over again. Oh, he said, and then he's gonna rest in peace. Huh? You know, the rest in peace line. What he said is that it sounded like trash. Yeah, that's what people said. I've read that online, David. Have you been on the message boards again? He's on a lot of message boards. Uh, <laughs> he on the message boards again, David. No, I told you he had it on yesterday, and I heard him say it. He's never said it again. I recognize your rant. Okay. Do you recognize my rant? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, is your new name Shaba Rants? Do you recognize my new rant? Shaba Rants. Oh, <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> Kevin Durant. No, uh, Kevin Durant. He do rant. He do rant. Kevin Durant. Hey, KD. This is going to so be all... You going to Brooklyn? Yeah, yeah, St. James. All right. So that was wrestling. Now we're going to talk about movies. Yep. And in talking about movies, yeah. still a little bit of wrestling. So smooth transition. Um, so yeah, first thing we're gonna speak about is the big news from Fast and Furious Nine. So they say so it's not allegedly. It's not allegedly. Okay. They say The Rock is out and John Cena is in. Once in a lifetime. <laughs> this is thrice in a lifetime. <laughs> so yeah. So now John Cena's in the Fast and Furious. Uh, the Rock is out. 
Uh, we were talking about it earlier. I was saying, like, John it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But I remember seeing some news, like, a couple months back, saying that The Rock, either, like, is one of his movies or something, but he hired John Cena for it. You know, something he was supposed to do, but he had no time to do it anymore, so he got John Cena. Okay. So, I believe now seeing this, it was for this. Could be wrong, but... Well, he's not on TV every week. At all. You know? Not even every month. So, it makes sense. Plus, he's changing up his hairstyles and whatnot. Yeah, talking uh, Mandarin. Yeah. Trying to do... Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Fast and Furious. Were you a Fast and Furious fan? In the beginning, I I liked it. Uh, It just got ridiculous. As you can see now, you know. Yeah. With Hobbit and uh, and and Shaw. Shaw. It's a little... It's a little much... Yeah, you gotta suspend but, your, dis- your you suspend your belief. Yeah, I mean it is what it is. It's that's that type of movie is you know it's just a popcorn movie. You right. go in, you watch it, you watch it for the action. You don't really watch it for the story and all that stuff. So that's one of those movies you bring your grandma that reacts to everything very loudly <laughs> in the movie theater. No, you don't. Just so you can laugh. <laughs> I remember my grandma went to go see Species. But yo, oh man, what year was that? Yo. Hold on. Species. Late 90s? Species. Late 90s. I think it's a, right. I don't know why Tupac and Biggie dying is like my main reference for when things happen, but I believe it was like oh, that makes around sense. there. That makes sense. That was around that time. I think I was like 13. But anyways. So she, whole time through the movie. Did, was it was it one of those cells where it's like, no, it's not a scary movie at all. Yeah. Yeah. Oi. <laughs> We're in the middle of the theater. We're dying because she's loud as hell. Like she's like four seats up and to the left. <laughs> We're in the back and the, you know. So yeah, Fast and Furious Nine. That's the movie. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna look at it with a critical eye and say, you know, John Cena probably won't fit it. No, it's, it's Fast and Furious. Lil Bow Wow was in in the movies. Ludacris was in it. And not to knock those guys, but Ja Rule too, man. Ja Rule was in the movie. Yeah. Hey, why do all the rappers go to Fast and Furious? Ludacris, Ja Rule, Bow Wow, Black Tie. Token Black Guy. Yeah, let's get out. Token Black Guy. John Cena is the the next in line. (laughs) John Cena is the new Token Black Guy. John Cena is the Token Black Guy? Yeah. In in Fast and Furious. It makes sense. It makes sense. (laughs) But yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, so that's the Fast Furious news. Be interesting to see John Cena in it. John Cena in it. Yeah. Um, weird that The Rock isn't in it. Well, like you were mentioning off camera, it could be a little bit more political than yeah than meets the eye. So there was the beef with The Rock and Vin Diesel, mm-hmm. and then the whole Tyrese thing when before Hobbs and Shaw started. And I forgot all about the thing with Vin Diesel and um, how serious that was. Yeah, yeah. Whatever happened on set, what is it? The story? No, it got to the point where they wouldn't, they didn't even want to be yeah. filming together, so. So it only makes sense. Fast and Furious being Vin Diesel's, like, he owns yeah. that. Yeah, he's there from day one, so. That's why you gave him Hobbs and Shaw, let him do that. It's still part of the Fast and Furious, but it's Franchise. under um, The Rock's company. Yeah. That franchise yeah. sounds like a stupid. Nine movies. Hey. Hobbs and what? Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. You said nine? 
Fast and Furious. Oh, no, Hobbs and Shaw is an offshoot. Offshoot. But so, they're about to do uh, number nine for Fast yeah, and Furious. Yeah, yeah. Hobbs and Shaw, that's number 10 right there. Like, they have 10 movies in the Fast and Furious shit. Like, hey, it makes money. The Fast and Furious universe. It makes money, man. Speaking of making money, Marvel's at it again. Yeah, they yeah. are. Let me, let me draw up these box office numbers. I meant to check that earlier. But um, apparently they're on pace to do a billion. Probably. If you guys don't know, Spider-Man Far From Home just got released last week. Yes. Last week, last Friday. So he's gonna check the box office numbers. Uh, Trace got to see it, so he's gonna give you give you his thoughts, let you know what he thought of the movie, let you. Oh know, boy, they did it. Uh, little parts. So they did. They did. Um, box office: Spider Man Far From Home tops Amazing Spider Man Two. Sony Spider Man Far From Home earned fifteen point thirteen on its eighth day of release. Yeah. Okay. So. The $161 million budgeted flick has now earned $211.07 million in North America. So that's not even that's, worldwide that's, yet. That's one week. And that's not even worldwide. So it's not even worldwide. Yeah, it was a full week yesterday. Yeah, it said eight days. It said eight days. So. Yeah, because they started on Tuesday. Which is different. Yeah. Like, I thought they would have started on the Thursday, which is July 4th. That's probably why they didn't. Because it was July 4th. No, uh, a lot of movies do that though. They they do it on a holiday, but I guess they wanted a little. July Fourth is I think July Fourth is a different type of holiday. Like Christmas holiday, is people the family will go out to see the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, July Fourth, you, you, you gotta kind of go against the fireworks and all that shit at True. at night. You know what I mean? True. So I can see them going like mm, not really because nobody's like everybody's out to the beach, everybody's partying, everybody's grilling and all this stuff. They're not gonna just go. Let's go to the movies today. Yeah. So. They've they've done pretty well so far. They're apparently on pace to do a billion. Uh, dope movie, man. What can I say? Marvel's Marvel's got the they got the golden touch and they got uh, license to print money. So I liked it. Uh, it was really good paced. Um, some people say they liked um, Homecoming mm-hmm. over Far From Home. Mm, interesting. Stylistically, but. Uh, I liked it. I liked um there's there's a couple scenes in there where it's just they went um Doctor Strange. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And it's okay. really dope. Yeah. So like yeah. So I'm hoping Oh yeah, spoiler alert and warning for those who haven't seen it cuz we're going to talk about some shit. Um hopefully Mysterio lives at the end. Okay. Um and they continue cuz bring know, him back. Yeah, cuz the the idea I'm thinking is they're gonna do the Sinister Six for the next one. So yeah, something like that, because they already have Scorpion, they have the Vulture, this mm-hmm. Mysterio. Mysterio, um, and apparently they're the Tinkerer. Yeah, and apparently they're um, going to introduce Craven at some point. Are they? Apparently, I think Craven's down the line because they wanted Craven for Black Panther. Yeah, uh, Ryan Coogler said he wanted. He originally wanted. Yeah, he wanted Craven. Craven. So, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was some crossover. It's Marvel. You know? yeah, that's kind of what they do. So, um, yeah, dope story. They explain the whole. Um, they call it the blip in this one, as opposed to the snap or the the snapping the, the, in the um, 
the other well, the other name they gave it was the the decimation. Oh, so, okay, okay, okay. Some of them used some of the films have used the snap. Some of them have used uh, decimation. This one is the blip. So they they explain that off top. Why they called the blip? Yeah, because it's no. Well, what happened? Oh, okay. Because uh, it's coming. It's it starts. Right after, yeah, um, I heard it's like right, right after, yeah. like as soon as he gets back, type thing. Yeah, so they're in school and they gotta explain why these kids who were in school five years later are still are still in school. <laughs> so, but they did a good job of um, cleaning that up. Okay, nice little tribute at the beginning. Marvel's getting really good with the opening scenes and the right song. Mm. So, um, yeah, really good. Really good song choice and opening and how they who they had doing the opening scene and whatnot. So I like that. Um, Happy Hogan throughout the movie. He provides all the jokes you need. Yeah. Um, Samuel Jackson, of course, Nick Fury. Well, we're gonna get into some spoilers. Yeah, we'll talk about that. So um, before that, um, any so well that goes right into what I was gonna say. That's what you were talking about. But yeah. Throughout the movie, not the ending, but any, any surprises, surprises for you in the movie? Yeah. Um, like you went in there with expectations. Anything that surprised? Did it exceed your expectations? It did. It did. I liked. Um, I like what they did as far as they connect. Well, that's what Marvel does. They're really good at connecting their movies, even though you have different um, directors. Writers, right, right, they right. still find great ways to connect the movies. So, this movie really is about finding the next Tony Stark. Okay. And if Spider Man or Peter Parker is willing to step up and be that, and they do, they do a couple of really good scenes where you get the parallels of Tony Stark figuring shit out and mm. and making his shit, and um, Spider Man has the the um, his costume maker in the right, in the, right. in the uh, jet, so he's doing that. So they do they do like kind of shot for shot with like. There's one scene where, and I think it's the first or second Iron Man, where Tony is he's kind of he's got his arm and he's he's got the digital shit like just playing with the yeah. um, the making of his suit. And Spider Man does the same thing. So they they do a lot of parallels like that in the movie. Um, yeah, Happy Hogan and, and Aunt May. Yeah, Very he's, interesting he's throughout Happy the movie. Happy Hogan now. Yeah. So. And were you happy with the ending? Very. Especially with the end credits. Yeah. They um. They really did it up. They really set you on, on course for Phase 4. So. Okay. Well, I didn't get to see it yet. But I did watch Homecoming today. So, we're going to compare them. Okay. So the homecoming, the things that stuck out to me was the one where Spider-Man was calling. Well, you start, you see, well, a lot of it is answered in Infinity, in Endgame. Mm-hmm. So that whole part, the whole hugging, we're not there yet. And he's like, I feel like I have to take a fatherly figure. And he yeah. goes, if, well, you know when he saves the boat? Yeah. And he's like, yo, if something happened to them, that would be on you. Yeah. And if something happened to you, I would. But the way he said it was like, I guess it's going to be on me type thing. Yeah. So then when you see it in Endgame, 
then you see how hard it hits him and then when he comes back and he gives him the big hug it's like yeah. he really really took it because even at that part when on the boat he flies to him and he's like yo like i have to be like i'm supposed to be giving you fatherly advice I'm if supposed he, to like you know if you really cared you'd be here then he opens the suit and yeah so he's really there type thing so there was that there was the what is it naivete of peter parker in homecoming where he's like calling down tony stark calling down happy hogan like yo yeah is there something big that we can do? Is there something huge that we can do? Yeah. To like our end game where he finally had something huge he can do and it was enough to where he technically dies. Yeah. So by the previews of Far From Home, did they really push that? Like his whole like, ah, nah, yeah. I don't want to deal with that no more. I think with this though, with this movie in particular, I don't think it was a thing of him not wanting to do like big missions and all that stuff. Right. I think it was just a moment thing. It was like, right now, I'm a teenager. I'm really interested in this girl. Mm. You know, that was like, most of the movie is like, I'm still dealing with teenager shit. Right. You know, we're going on this trip and, you know, it's it's funny because there's a scene with him and, and Mysterio and he's, they're, they're sitting on this, uh, like a bridge or something. And he says, you know, I didn't think I'd have to save the world. You know, this yeah. summer. I know that sounds um, like an arrogant thing to say, but he really just wanted to chill out with MJ and tell her how yeah. she felt because there's a there's another character in the movie. I can't remember what his name is. The whole movie, he's trying to get with MJ. So, okay. like, this is so. this is big level shit to him because yeah. he's still a teenager. But you know, it's like it's, it's like kids though. It's like if you buy like a two year old a present, they might rip the present out and just play with the, the packaging paper. it came in. Yeah. You know, to them, that's... That's the important thing. Yeah. yeah. So with him, it's like, you know, that's what he's concentrated on. He's focused on that. Mm. And um, he keeps ghosting Nick Fury. He's like... <laughs> you know? So Nick Fury, in commercials, finds Or home. so we think it's Nick Fury. Actually, we still have a little more time to get into end credits. But before that, um, also Homecoming. Is there anything that you've, you notice from homecoming to this that showed a difference within the character or just a difference in the way they move because actually what made me actually another thing that made me laugh was when aunt may didn't know he was spider-man and he was telling um what's his best friend's name again i always want to say nelson uh yeah i know you're talking about um ned ned yeah so he was telling him he's like yo don't let aunt may know she'd go crazy like she wouldn't do she wouldn't let me go out and risk my life all the time to now she knows and she allows him to go out there and risk his life all the time yeah i mean i I think especially with endgame it changed everything you know i think once you see what happened and and how life was taken away from half of the planet true and the role he played in you know they didn't actually speak about that after because at the end of homecoming she's like what the yeah, and it sees that, so they never actually get back into what is her reaction to it. It just goes right into she accepted it already. Yeah, what, she pretty away? much. Pretty much. Um, I don't think she was. I'm not sure. I don't. He was snapped away. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was snapped away. Yeah. So maybe that's why she's like. Like five years, she's like probably. fuck it. Yeah, maybe probably. That's why she's fuck it. Probably. Um, one thing I did notice about the, um, the two movies was he was definitely more sure of. 
his strength and his ability because like one of the last scenes in Homecoming was when he got crushed under the weight of the uh, was it like a not like a building but there was like a whole bunch of and he was kind of damn near in tears like yeah, crying yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, with this when he was really and he got roughed up in this movie he got roughed up in you know like of course all heroes gotta go through their little yeah, trials yeah. and tribulation but he just seemed a little more worn out in this one when he got his ass bust you know the other one he just sounded like he was defeated until he had to like really just use his strength yeah. and get out of there this one it was kind of just like I'm roughed up I don't know what's what I don't know what's real mm. you know it was more mental than anything in this one um, but yeah oh and there's a really good spin on the, the backstory on Mysterio Mysterio yeah that I won't give away okay because it again more connective tissue within the movies so alright we got three minutes left so end credits. credits oh I'm giving this shit away J. Jonas Jameson is back and yeah. I couldn't be more happier uh, J.K. Uh, what's his name? I his name. I want to say JK, Rowling, but that's the trick that Rowling writes on Harry Potter. J.K. Williams, I think it is? We'll look it up. But yeah, he was in the original uh, Sam Raimi um, Spider-Man movies. And he did a, an amazing... He was always the best. Like, when you saw him, you're like, yeah, he has to... J.K. Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. Um, he was always the best one for that. He did a, he did a great job in the first... Um, the, in the Sam Raimi films... So I'm looking forward to this, and they kind of they kind of switched it up. Yeah. It's not like he's running uh, like the Daily Bugle is a thing, but it's not a uh, newspaper. It's right. like a blog. It's a blog now. Yeah. So they said they kind of like made him look like uh, you know Alex Jones conspiracy. Yeah, he's a conspiracy so theorist, kind of like thing. that. So and of course you know he's on Mysterio's side because Mysterio chopped and edited the fuck out of that last scene. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that was really dope. And then um, they gave away his identity at the end. So I think that just opens things up to the next one. Yeah. Because in the end credits of Homecoming, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Vulture is in there. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The scorpion. With the scorpion. And Scorpion's like, so what's I, his... heard, I heard you know who he is. Yeah. So now it's... So gonna... even though he does know, he didn't tell him. Yeah. But now he knows anyway. Yeah. So now, do they all? Yeah, it makes sense that they're all gonna just come after him now. Yep. Like now, they anybody and everybody who knows he's Spider Man, they're coming for him. So he's gonna get he's gonna get mauled in the press, and then he's gonna have to do real it. life. Yeah. Um, but that was the first end credit, and then the second one turns out the scrolls are still here. Not just there, but they're active. So. So yeah, you can say who it is. I already yeah. know. So Talos, Talos, yeah, yeah. pronouncing it. Him oh. and his, him and his wife uh, were apparently masquerading as Nick Fury and, um, uh, what's her name? No, I forget it. Mariah, Maria, Maria, yeah, yeah, Maria Hill. Maria. Um, they were masquerading as them. Now, Nick Fury is on a ship that I'm told is sword. Because I've been oh, watching... So then I'm bringing the sword. Okay. So I've been watching the um, Emergency Awesomes, yeah. like I usually do. And apparently the ship he was on was sword. And... That makes sense. So he's in, he's in space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. just floating out there. And he's on the ship with a bunch of scrolls. So he's he's supposed to be vacationing. When you see him, he's he's looking at a beach. So, so even though they're scrolls, 
it's not like they're taking over. It's that he's on vacation, so they just replaced him. Yeah, he's he's pretty much on vacation. So there's no like, like negative connotation to it right now. Because he was he sent them to to get the glasses to Peter Parker. Right. So they're reporting back to him like, yeah, we got him back the glasses, but a lot yeah. has happened. So yeah. we're gonna need you back here. And so like, they work for him. So yeah, it's not a scroll invasion right now. It's a not part yet. of like a shield sword type of thing. Yeah, that's interesting. So that's all right. Yeah, I look forward to that. Again, they set up Phase 4 pretty well with, with just two end credits. Yeah. They've given it good direction, so. So the scrolls, it's going to be sword, so there's going to be a lot of intergalactic shit going down. Yeah. And I look forward to that hmm. shit because, well, what I was thinking was, when I'm watching it, was how long were the scrolls there? How long were Talos and his wife masquerading as them? Right. Because they go back to the, the mid-90s. Right? They met Nick Fury in the 90s. Were they the ones who were snapped? We don't and that's know. how they knew to call Captain Marvel. But we saw Captain Marvel. Yeah, it opens up a lot of um, uh, stories that you can get into. So I look forward to all of that. And um, apparently the first movie back is Black Widow. Is it? Can back? And yeah. that apparently starts between Civil War... And um, it's 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 between civil war, the ending of civil war, and I think um, uh, infinity war. Infinity war. Yeah. Okay. So it takes place between then. So there's there's a lot going on, and then you're gonna get another Captain Marvel at some point. So you're gonna deal with the scrolls again. Yeah. Yeah. My Eternals will tell you the beginning of everything. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be an interesting an interesting. Um, Phase four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Time went off. That is our movies. And we didn't think we were going to get through the whole I know. segment with those two. But we got That's a little That's why we added the Fast and Furious. Like, even Fast and Furious, we could have just skipped that and kept it going. Yeah. But, so it goes. So now we're going to get into our random shit. We're going to get our lives popping. Do you have anything to drink? You're killing those, man. Oh, Mike Sinner, like, I should have went to the beer store. I'll get you one. Oh, you still have more of those? I got one. Do you have juice? Hmm? Do you have juice? juice. Regular juice? No. It's your last one. That's what I'm saying. If you have juice, I'll take juice. No, I can, I can get another one tomorrow. Okay. All right. Let's get on live. Chocolatepodcast.com. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Hit the bell to stay notified. Bullet in and take the bullet out. <laughs> Ba 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 Uh, no thanks. Ba 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 You know that song? Beach Boys. Is it the Beach Boys? Yep. You know, I only know that song because of... What the hell's going on? It's climbing, it's climbing, stop. Oh. Uh, because, um... You know those old school commercials? Do you want to get the album? Oh, Kato? Yeah. That's the only reason I know about that shit. Yo. If you don't give Aladdin the video game back its noise. <laughs> what the? <laughs>
<laughs> Yo, that shit is the first level. You know when you're going through Agrabah and you're jumping through the sands? <laughs> Shut up, man. Don't, don't be mad about my laugh. That's a different name. Lust at Night. Yo, go follow Lust at Night. Like, what? Who's drinking alcohol? Your face. Uh, which one are you going on? Uh, no, go ahead. I am, sir. Too far. <laughs> Disrespect. You're too far, Biggs. Yeah, gone too far. Should I do the Facebook one too? I did a live today. If you, want, you guys want to see my live, go to um, my Facebook. Wait. Yaudis Cheza. And you will see it. But yeah, we can go live. So, the festival thing. So, yeah, let me actually talk about that first, then I'll bring my live because I gotta get to the article. Yo, 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 yo. Testing, yo, testing, yo, one, yo. two. We live, live, live. Spider-Man, watch Spider-Man today. That was good. That was good. That was good. You're in a freestyle mood these days, huh? I am. Shotclubpodcast.com. That's my new gimmick. Try to start the cipher. Always try to start the cipher. And you guys always just look at me. You just try it twice, bro. Get out of here. Say what? Try to cipher twice. You try to set it up all the time. No, I said it's my new gimmick. That should be the new gimmick. That I always try to start it. Don't say while we're live. Shh. It'll be. Nobody watches the beginning. At all. Time to get live. It's time Time to represent. Sometime. Thanks. You're dumb. No one watches the beginning until tomorrow morning. (laughs) No, they fast forward through that. Yeah. I know I do. Let's get to the meat and potatoes. You don't eat meat, though. Pardon? I don't eat meat. You can make it vegan meat. Beyond meat? Beyond meat. That was my burger. <laughs> I did have a Beyond Meat burger. How was it? It was Beyond Meat. Gotcha. Beyond it's Beyond Meat, bro. It's above me. It's Beyond You. It's above me now. So yeah, huh. uh, so said if Jesus can be white, then mermaids can be whatever the fuck they want to be. Exactly. Jesus can't be white though. Jesus never existed. You were fucking now you're talking fuckery. Hmm? I said he was uh, a live man. Well, I don't know if he was as. Your, is your your name's Chaza, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So if there's a word that uh, word that cannot exist. Does that person exist? A hundred years, you, years down the line, so they call me. Call you Frank. If they hundred years down the line, they start calling me Keza because they can't figure out my name. Oh, no. They're still talking about me. Frank. If they're talking about my stories, then they're talking about me. It we just have, we have similar stories, so they're not talking about you. Talking about somebody else. No, me and Frank don't have the same story. Unless Frank is me, then about I am Mike? Frank. What if they talk about Mike? If Mike is me, then I am Mike. No, you're not. Bro. <laughs> I'm fucked. Thank you. 
If fucked is me, <laughs> I am fucked. <laughs> Bro, you know I can go change my name anytime I feel. Yeah, yeah, go change it. I don't want Back to. Then, I like my name. Okay, so shut the fuck up. What do you mean? You mean if I walked to one city and said, my name is this, and then I walked to another city and said, my name is this, but they'd be able to know? know? But everybody knows about the same thing? And a man with no last name? Mm, and every single one of his disciples has happened to be... Sinbad doesn't Europeans. have a last name. You're in fucking Egypt. But Sinbad Israel, doesn't have a last name. Fucking, Sinbad all, doesn't have a last name. Sinbad's fucked up. And you also, all these Europeans, bro? Yeah. You're, you're around, you're in Egypt and Israel, and you have... Friends, all Mark, your friends are European names. Mark, John. Matthew, Mark, <laughs> Andrew, fuck out of here, bro. And the person who betrays his name is Judas, another name that doesn't exist? This fuck out of here. Judas did not betray him. <laughs> Judas was ordered. This is why Judas ran out the room crying. You don't believe me. Look up the book of Judas. Look up the book of Judas? It's one of the things that they found, like the the Black Sea Scrolls or something like yeah. that, that they hide. When you look at the, the book of Judas, it was, he's in there. Think about it. If Jesus it comes to you and goes, it was a hit. you're the one who's going to tell, tell on me. Yep. Aren't you going to do everything not to tell on him? You're like, yo, God just told me he saw my future? Nah, that was a... That was a that's somebody else, B. That's me telling you what you need to go do. I need you to do this. Nah, B. To benefit what I got to do next. So I'm gonna look like the bitch? Nah, bro. Yo, B, if if you're a dead follower, like follower of this shit, you're not gonna argue so that. Say, so you're saying, so you're saying Judas drank the um, drank the the, the Kool Aid first, the Kool Aid first. Long time. That's why he ran out crying, like, no, why me? Type thing. And then doubtful Thomas. Cool. Oh, look at you. The Kool Aid was good. Are you talking about Peter? Thomas, bro. Who the hell's Duffel Thomas? You guys talking about Thomas? Thomas. That was Peter. The one who said, I'm going to deny you three times. Oh, no. That's Peter. A different Peter. Thomas, the one who's like, oh, show me the nail prints in your hand. Hmm. Thomas. Oh, okay, Thomas. okay. I'm not that, um, um, you know, versed in my verses. Yeah. So don't tell me... I'll tell you what I want and, to. And that's why he always wants to, <laughs> that's why he always wants to freestyle. I'll tell you what I want to. You know, it's easier just to freestyle instead of of uh, remembering your verses. What's up, Forsaken? What up, Forsaken? If you could freestyle. Isn't that funny? We we're just you, talking you about... You're my freestyles now? No, I'm not. I'm just saying, if you could freestyle. If, like, if a person Damn, man. freestyle... We're, we're, if you we're just talking about uh, Peter denying... Jesus and forsaken, and forsaken <laughs> is the first person that shows up on Facebook. <laughs> Perfect sense. Why That's good, brother. Me? And I don't even know what we're arguing about. Oh no, huh? my Auntie Shirley. I'm not talking about the Jesus stuff no more. My Auntie Shirley's on. Oh, I ain't trying to get no trouble. Your Auntie Shirley's on, so you're not talking about Jesus stuff no more? Mm mm. <laughs> mm mm. Yeah, that's a whole different live. And hey, what up, Laura? So do we even know what we're talking about today? Yes, the uh, JRL. I see your face at the top, but I don't see you. The uh, what up? Artist from Detroit. Oh yes, Jordell. This is your thing. So, what just happened was there's a festival in Detroit going on. I think it's called like Afrofest or something like that. Yeah, it's um Black Run theme festival yeah. organization. So what Spencer, they did? What up? What up, Spence? Uh, so what they did is. 
there was a girl performing. I think her name is Tiny J or something like that. Yeah. Uh, she's mixed, half black, half white. Uh, she found out that they were selling tickets. To, some tickets were sold for ten dollars to black people, twenty dollars to anybody that wasn't black. Yeah. So she pulled out of the show, and stopped doing the show. So based on this, what are your thoughts on that whole thing? Like, what do you? I think? I didn't know that you could actually charge people. Based on their color. It's like giving a senior's discount, bro. Same thing. I didn't know anybody would do that. It's well, true. Smart people do that. I didn't, no. know, I didn't know people would do that. You're trying to bring out more people of your community to an event. Right. Right? So you're adding an incentive. It's like providing a guest list. It's like providing senior discounts. It's like a student discount. It's the same shit. Look at mm-hmm. um, Ma- what Mandarin did on uh, Canada. Canada. You have to have your... You had to have your, your passport, citizenship... Or landed visa, or landed status card to get food. Uh, from Detroit. It was in Detroit. Yeah, it's a festival yeah, in Detroit fine. that happened, and um, the organizers actually backtracked after that. Did they? Yeah. Did they? Because they yeah. said when they first talked to him, they got they were getting threats. When so she they, went um, to go talk to him, she said um, they told her that uh, it's almost like they're like getting their money back for colonizing. Or colonizers, something in that way, like far from average. Oh, what up? That's the dumb reason to say that. Something like that, like they're just like filling up their pockets with their money because it's what they're owed or some shit like that. It was something crazy. Ricky, what's happening? Yo, what up, Ricky? So yeah, so um, yeah. I don't know. Well, she was, she was. Um, who that? How do you pronounce your name? <laughs> Because I feel, I, I want to say Rachel, but there's no C in there. Rahel. But yeah, so. That threw me off. Threw me off. <laughs> um, me right off. I was like, what? Okay, cool. But yeah, the, the organizers backtracked, and then they, um. K, 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 K. I don't know what that means, but okay. It's a little drunk. You um, know those lyrics? But they yeah. they they charge twenty bucks for I think everybody. That's crazy. So, but it's like the artist the artist pulled out because her grandmother is white, so she was like, you know, I feel away because forsaken. <laughs> yes. Yeah, her grandmother's white, I guess. So so she felt away about it and was like, how do how do I how am I charging my grandmother? And people supporting me more. Pay for your grandma then. Don't charge her. Why do you, why do you let grandma pay? <laughs> put grandma on the, <laughs> put grandma grandma on the guest list. list man. <laughs> you want to, man. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure exactly how I feel about it because like it all it. depends on the reason and why. I like it. Well, you like controversy, period. Also, wow. is this money going towards something? Is this money going towards something? Like, it, is that extra money that they're paying? It, it isn't. Is it going back to the community? Or is it going back to their pocket? When you charge ten dollars, when you charge a guest list ten dollars and everyone else twenty dollars at the door, that's pretty much what they're doing. But they just voiced it wrong when they said that they gave money back for colonizing. In twenty, don't in, talk some stupid shit. In twenty nineteen, in, in twenty nineteen, um, PC culture. You're gonna tell me that's not controversial? What up, Shay? You're going to tell me that's not controversial? No. Okay. What's controversial in PC culture is if they said everyone who's, everyone, who's ho- everyone who's homosexual pays $40. Shay Grant, what's happening? That's controversial. They don't give two shits about us. 
Hey. All I want to say is that they don't really care about us. If, you, if they charge and, everyone who's at the gate forty dollars, yo, what up, what up, what up? We here talking about this Detroit shit. Bro. But yeah, I don't know. They that shit is weird. Shit. But what was the other thing we had on the list? That's a good question. We did. I think we. I think we freestyled the last one. Oh, double XL. Oh. Yeah. So. Nobody cares. Doing music. There used to be so many places that you were able to use as an avenue. Yeah. What up, Ariel? So, with that, Shay, we're talking about double XL um, freshman cover right now. Yeah. So with magazines itself, like, where do you go now? The magazines all fell off. Double XL, the source, all that shit. There's like really nothing, one place where you can go for news anymore, outside of World Star and Six Buzz. Well, you go to the the websites. They they're pumping the websites more than anything, and I think that's why they want the uproar. Well, they usually want the uproar, but apparently, like from from what I've seen, I've watched a couple of blogs online, and the people I saw were like, it makes sense that that many people. Like, X amount of people in this class should have been there. Yeah. So, um, me personally, I used to be a, an avid XXL fan. I have to get this I can't remember the last time. I used time. to be set on XXL, like, but... I, 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 I used to buy it for I articles. I don't care about, like, the XXL freshmen. And even the website, like, when the website started really building up more than the magazines, I was looking to the websites to see if they had the same shit, mm. and they didn't. And it's like they didn't even move up with the times. Like everything was just article, 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 article. There was like no videos, no like little web series, no shit. And it's weird because those Melissa are companies that should have been at the forefront of all this stuff. So Yeah, whoever was running Double um, XL and um, the source and whatever fall behind. Fell right behind. It made no sense because they were supposed to be the ones to do it. It's the only time that people talk about Double XL magazine. Freshman. That's it. It's a freshman. Um, they they still do their power list. I think they do their power like one hundred list where they talk about power the most th- influential people. Okay, yeah. And the only time I hear about it is when Breakfast Club is like, "Oh, we got number one again." Yeah, I I just don't know if magazines in general, whether it's print or online, if it affects people the way it used to. That's if people if people really are that invested in it. I don't think so. What up, Melissa? Well, like, true say, like... people really running to, the, to go get the, new, the newest edition of whatever magazine. So, if XXL Freshman doesn't, doesn't hold weight anymore, and if five mics don't hold weight no more, I miss what mics. do we have? Blogs. Blogs, but which blogs? Like, no, it's... No, the even blogs, blogs-wise... The blogs aren't even... The, that's the thing. The blog era is done. It's been done for a minute. Like, the influential... The influential blogs, like... Two dope boys and and um, uh, uh, Kevin Nottingham and all that. Those have those have passed. Like it's really direct to, to customer now. Yeah, it really comes down to who has the fan base because they've put out music consistently yeah. and people like it. Toronto rappers, Iceberg Society. Even I, I've stopped it. Have you? Truthfully, like blogging wise, it makes no sense to keep putting out people's music. It just. It's like it's dope to share, but that way people aren't going to websites anymore. Like, how many times have you gone to a website on your phone without purpose? True. You know what I mean? Nobody goes to websites no more. So, 
Yo, we trying out here. Of course. So that's why you see everything that I've been pushing now has to do with a video. Like, you got to see it. Because that's what everybody wants now. Everybody needs something. They need visuals. They need to see. Naveen, what's up? That's why you can't even just put out albums. Like, you can't even put out an album without a video. You have to have a video. A lot of people probably have videos for their whole fucking album. Yeah. Because they have to. I just saw a video, a short film that Ghostface did. Yes, so. yes. And think about that. That's Ghostface. Yeah. When Ghostface drops a track, it's supposed to be about... Come on, it's Ghostface. Everybody's supposed to be listening. Mish, what's happening? What up, Mish? Yeah, so... It's direct to, to, to customer. That's crazy. And, uh, it's funny, because I was watching uh, Master P on The Breakfast Club earlier today. Yeah. And I was telling David, like, Master P's been saying the same thing for 20 years. And it's still working. You Master know, P like, is crazy, man. Wait, uh, hold on. Ricky says, YouTube is only... Only thing YouTube people still consistently browse just to browse. Yeah, that is true. true. That is true. Or SoundCloud, too. Hold up, Christina. But even then... I it's, think SoundCloud is less... less uh, it's less browsing. Than, um, I think so, too. It's less browsing, but people will send you to spot um to their soundcloud to their soundcloud i believe yeah spotify has replaced soundcloud tech nine even Even making video type movies now you see it like yeah they have to do not so much more but they have to give you as many as much visuals as they can yeah they keep you looking at them going to their music because you'll watch the video then you'll go to spotify and stream their music and they make money both ways yeah but there's no blog site no more there's no more um have you ever looked for a DJ pool? Remember there used to be DJ pools? Yeah. Where you you might pay an amount, mm-hmm. put your thing in, pause. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, by the way, if anybody tells you to pay something and put your thing in, it's probably illegal <laughs> and it might be a cop. So no, you, know, you might not want to Don't follow me. <laughs> but yeah, they you pay amount, you send your song. And at least a hundred, at least a hundred DJs hear it and get to choose to play it or not. Now, I think DJ pools still DJ pools work. Still they still work, but they're not as effective. I would say it they're not. Effective. But you, you gotta find them. No, but I'm I'm saying not as effective, not as it used to be. Like it used to, there used to be gatekeepers. There used to be certain things you had to hit up. You still have to hit the DJs, definitely. And I I still believe in DJs. But Me the too. Is there, they, they still, they still service. They still actively look at DJ yeah. Pools. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because it's finding those DJ pools. Then it's not as easy as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which makes no sense. Because back in the day, that shit was supposed to be hard as fuck. Yeah. But Pause. yeah. Pause, Pause again. <laughs> Just verbal diarrhea today. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like, what else was there? What other ways were there to share your music? Like, even now, there's Sylvie. only college radio. Sylvie, what's up? What up, Sylvie? There's only college radio. And you got to figure out every well, right two now, to three years. On, um, on Flow, the main in Toronto, and the worst hours of the day. Shout out to DJ Slam. No, to me, that's still straight. But at the same time... 11 to midnight, bro? Who's listening? Who's up? Yo, people driving. Yeah, there's people that are driving. People love listening. You know what I mean? Like... And think about it, kids stay up that late. What up, Dana? Kids stay up that late to listen to music. Like, yeah. teens will stay 11 to 12, sit in their room and put their headphones in and listen to the shit. I guess. 
I mean, I wouldn't know. I'm old and washed. I'm in bed by 8 p.m. What but up, Neil? They're not, uh, they're not up late enough to um, call in in the morning and, and request that song, though. Yeah, the culture of it is different. So your music's only going to get played once, once, maybe once a month? All they need to know is that they played your music. Once, says, maybe, what up? maybe once a month. What up, Neil? But yeah, no, that shit is crazy to me. Like, As an artist, it just... It's, that's why I make up my own streams, like, it's the best way, best way to do it. Everybody in their social media, like, IG, like, what up, Dana? Any artists that are in here right now, um, who do you send your music to? And who, who is the, um, who is the outlet that you consider, like, a major outlet? Yeah, who's your main guy or main people? People love Hip Hop Canada, I know. Shout out to hip hop. Toronto Canada. rappers. Those are pretty much the two Canadian ones that I, I really, I really know. The guy who started Hip Hop Canada and then sold it like maybe two years after. Oh, yeah? yeah. Hmm. What's going on, you got a little money? Well, you made a bit of money. What else? Outside of those, it's just college radios. Yep, because G's not playing hip hop like that. Shout out to no. DJ Slam. Vibe. DJ Slam is. Vibe does, but. It's here and there. Here and there. On, you gotta get on like the um, Mark, what's up? On Mel Boogie show. And um No I didn't. What's show with um Jax and um and Belizia and, and Bozak Morse. They yeah. mainly play the Shout out to Bozak. Shout out to um uh did you shout him out? Belizia, Big Big Jax. Yeah. Shout out to Big Jax. Those guys do a dope job. Don't, don't forget Belizia. Say her name too. I, I don't Belizia. know her like that. Hmm? I don't know her like that. She's still on the show. Forsaken okay. said, I send my stuff to whoever will listen. Okay. Truthfully, that's all you gotta do. Okay. That's why I put so many up statuses up. Actually, my last trick, that's what I call it, my last trick, <laughs> was. And for my last trick. On my story, I put, who has listened to my song? I went back to the classics. And it says yes and no. So you pick yes or no. So if you either pick no, or don't say anything at all, send I send my link to them. They worked. Smart, you follow up. It yeah. worked. Like, what, my thing up. went up? Yeah, it went, went up. up. I say it went up at least 10% listeners on Spotify. Not mad at that. And my Instagram. It's kind of popping right now. Yeah, you've been throw, putting like, up a lot of throwback joints. I'm putting up all my videos. All mm -hmm. my videos. It's the re-entry to the new music. Yeah. Every every so often you have to reintroduce yourself. Allow me to I reintroduce saw, I saw, myself. I saw a post um, Brooks put up on Twitter. Um, somebody, somebody said, I keep finding myself... At parties, introducing myself to the same people at the same parties. They, they invited me. And no, that's what Rook said. Yeah. Yeah. Introducing, introducing yourself to the people who invited invite me to the party. Yeah. So. People are paying no mind to what uh, they're. So people aren't even paying mind to what they're doing. They're not paying no Mary, mind. Mary, what's up? They're the ones begging you, running you down to come to your. Event. Yeah. Because you're just a number. But don't know who you are. They don't just see. You you're All just they a see number. is your stats. Oh, okay. A lot of people are coming. Boom, yeah. boom. Let's go. Yeah. But yeah. So, that felt short. <laughs> 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 so, 
So yeah, that's another, it's another casual one. fan. You know how we do. So tune in every Wednesday, every Sunday, seven o'clock. We'll try for seven o'clock for both, but for sure Sunday seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is the Shot Club, casual fan. I am Cheza, GMTM, and we out now. Lieta.